0: Rebuild your life from a place of embodied listening and quiet knowing. To learn more and register for this live stream, go to eomega.org slash thrive. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Well, hello out there and listening land. Yes, this is Vincent Jenna. And today I am coming to you live from Apex, North Carolina. We have the absolute joy of actually being uh, Watching our grandkids this week. How exciting. Yes, watching our grandkids because mom and dad are having fun skiing in Aspen, Colorado. We just came back from Colorado. Uh, Yours truly just recorded a Gaia television show on Beyond Belief with George Norrie. That went fabulously. I will list the link to that. To be able to watch it once I receive it. it, it takes some time before they actually show it. But there we are in Boulder, Colorado, and the highest temperature it was, was 23, but it was mostly one degree every day. And then the day we were leaving was three degrees the highest. Amazing. And they were having a a cold spell. They normally don't have that temperature, but it snowed every day. And I was just thrilled. It was absolutely fabulous. We had a great time there. Had so much fun. It was the first time traveling. First time traveling. Um, Airline did much better coming back than we did going Um, It really depends upon the crew and if they take control of the passengers, please, passengers, people, anybody who is flying, really consideration, consideration of others. That's what we have a problem with in the world today. Everybody is so caught up in their own little world, but they don't understand the more caught up you are in your own little world. So, so, so here's the thing. We're going to be talking about uh, whether you love yourself because it was also Valentine's day, right? So happy Valentine's day to everyone. We were here with our grandkids. So we, we had fun celebrating Valentine's with everybody here, but happy Valentine's day. And This is the month of love, and I'm talking more about love. And today is a very important topic because it's about whether you love yourself or not. And if you want to call in, please call in, and I can give you a reading and let you know if you truly love yourself. And we're going to talk more about that. But I was just talking about courtesy and being wrapped up in oneself. So listen, we talk about self-love we talk about self-care. We talk about self-belief. But that has nothing to do with being wrapped up in yourself. I know that sounds a little paradoxical there. That sounds, um, hello, how do you have self-love, self-care, um, self-belief if you're not wrapped up in yourself? Well, here is the difference Being wrapped up in yourself means you lack all of the above and that you need to pay attention to attending to yourself because you don't know how to care for yourself without giving yourself 100% attention. You do not require 100% connection when things are working from the inside. Let me say that again. You do not have to give yourself 100% attention when you're working from the inside out. It's only when you're working from the outside in that you have to really focus consciously on yourself. See, your soul knows how to take care of you. See? And so your soul knows how to take care of you. And when you are blocking your soul's care, okay, when you're blocking your soul's care, you don't know how, you don't know how care for yourself in the spiritual manner so your conscious mind your left brain thinking mind has to figure it out and the only thing that the left brain thinking mind can do then is not pay attention to anyone else because they make fun of men as not being able to multitask, right? Women multitask all the time. Men can't multitask. Let me tell you something. Humans can't multitask, period. You think you can. What? Just because you can, I, I don't know, um, put a load of laundry in, make some um, appointment phone calls, uh, um, You take care of the kids or make dinner, or do the paperwork. My wife, she has her, as a business manager, she has her entire desk filled with all different tasks and operational stuff. And of course, there are some men who do the same thing. So I want to make sure that I'm not sounding sexist at all. It is not a typical task of the male. Why? And this is the, I need to point this out. It is not a typical trait of a male to multitask because when you're stuck in your left brain, It requires focus on one area. When you're stuck in your left brain, it requires focus in one area at a time. And since most men come into the world dominantly left-brained, and we did that intentionally so that we can balance out our right brain and know how to balance out our right brain, so we become in total balance as physical and spiritual beings, Right. Women, on the other hand, they use their right brain, their more dominant right brain, the emotional, nurturing, creative, intuitive side, because they were raising the children. They needed to be intuitive. You need to be. um, And then once you're intuitive, you're also going to be emotional. And of course, you need the nurturing side to raise children. So in that process, think about this. Women are using their intuitive side at the same time as they're using their nurturing side. Men are using their intellectual left brain thinking side but would have to jump into their right brain intuitive side. It's not like um, the simplest thing to do unless you're used to going back and forth or having them work together at the same time. That takes work. So now humans, let's go to humans now. Humans, including women, have gotten very stuck in their left brain thinking. When you've been hurt, when you have a hard story from your past, your MO, your mode of operation, your defense mechanism is to push you into your left brain thinking and put a wall up between your left brain and your right brain so you no longer have to feel your emotions. But by doing that, you lose communication and connection with your soul's mind, your intuitive mind. And so now you become just a left brain thinker who can do only one task at a time in your life. Meaning you can only think of one person at a time now. And that person is yourself. So self-preservation is another word we've come up with, or phrase that we've come up with, in order to do that. Okay, think about that for a minute. Paying attention to yourself. And in doing so, you cannot think of others. Now, here is the major problem with paying. think, "What's well, okay, so what's so wrong with just taking care of yourself? Well, if you're cutting out your soul and your soul's connection to your highest self, you're cutting out all your major guidance systems. You're cutting out your communication to the God source. You're cutting out your communication... With, with your guides, with your soul itself. And you're only using your left brain thinking, which is why you have to jump in into self-preservation because I, I can't think of anybody else. And in doing so, you limit even your self-care. You limit your self-care, which is, which is crazy. You think you're taking care of yourself by protecting yourself against others. You don't have to protect yourself. The way you protect yourself is spiritually. There becomes a spirit, basically a spiritual wall around you. Like you're walking around in this giant energetic bubble. Nobody believes that, you know, because just because you're hurt, nobody believes that. Um, because you've been hurt, you've been abused, you've been neglected, um, you've been, whatever, abandoned. That's the expectation you have for the rest of the world. That's all you've got to live by. And so you're stuck in your left brain thinking, remembering that. The emotion of that pain is in your right brain, but the thinking of what caused it is in your left brain. Your thoughts and your emotions are separate from each other, though the thoughts create feelings and feelings create more thoughts and behaviors. They are all linked together, but you have to have one before you have the other. You have to have a thought before you have a feeling. That is the cart before the horse and that is the chicken before the egg. So, by being hurt, you just stay in the left brain thinking, and you have to figure it out based on societal norms or your own norms or family norms or individual norms as to how you're supposed to be acting, how you're supposed to be living, right? How are you supposed to be living? And it's all wrong, because any decision that you make off of your left brain thinking, that is totally by itself, and it's subject to the environment. So, so here's the thing. So here, look at this. Look at, you know, I love this. Um, I, I loved it. When my daughter went to school, um, and, and she was dealing with, there were some students in this school, you know, goth, G-O-T-H, it's a style those are the, the kids and the people that either wear all black and have, their, have black piercings all over in their lips and their eyebrows on their nipples, everything, okay? That's considered a goth style, very very morbid, you know, um, type. Well, they dressed that way because they wanted to be different. And what was laughable is there became such a large group of people dressed as goth, they were no longer different, but they thought that they were being different. So the reason why I'm saying that is because you think you're you're being self-protective, you think you're taking care of yourself by not thinking of others, but the reason why you're acting the way you're acting is because of the way everybody else is acting. So you are still being influenced by others. You're not being influenced by you. That's for sure. You're not being influenced by your internal guidance system. You're being influenced by the way other people are acting in the world. So you think you stand alone. You stand for yourself. You don't, you stand with a whole bunch of people that are lost. So, so you don't want self-preservation. some type of belief this is what it's all about today it's all about belief you got to come to some type of belief i know you're listening to this show i know there's so many of you the same people keep coming back i love you all for coming back and being willing willing to listen i received such beautiful emails from all of you which is fabulous right and i appreciate it however now i want you to ask yourselves are you walking this talk Truly, do you really believe? Look, I know you can have doubts. I have doubts. I have doubts. I have doubts. But when I look outside in the world today, especially over the past several years, and especially this last year, 2020, with the pandemic and everything, I don't want to be doing this life alone. I I want to believe that there's a God, that there's spirit, not because God is going to take care of it and wipe it all away because that's not what happens, but because God is going to keep reminding me who I am and the power that I have to wipe everything away. That I don't have to live like everybody else. Like I don't have to be influenced by the way people are responding and acting out in the world. And I am not. I am not letting them take away my spirit. I am not letting them take away my soul. And I am doing damn well. I really am. The more I Ah, I can't promise you enough, I wish I can just spread this magic to everybody and say, here, look, look, experience it yourself and you can. But you've got to put the time and the work and the emphasis in. I work harder at breaking old habits of non-believing in order to make sure I have nothing interfering with my beliefs, my current beliefs. And I'm tired of calling it faith. Faith. Faith is associated with religion. Faith is associated with, do you want to believe in something you don't see? Okay, baloney, it's time for us to normalize things more. This isn't a matter of faith. Do you have faith that when you're looking in the mirror, you see yourself? Is that based on faith or fact? You're looking in the mirror, you see yourself because that's what the mirror is supposed to do. It's reflecting you. That's not faith that you see yourself? Is it faith that you know how? I have faith in myself that when I walk outside, I know how to get to my automobile and unlock the door and get in it. Now, you may have forgotten your keys and that told you up, but it doesn't have anything to do with faith to be able to do something that's natural and that you've been doing for years. It's not faith. So then why do we have to use the word faith in understanding or thinking as to whether we believe in God or the forces? They are there. It's there. You don't have faith that there's oxygen that you're going to be breathing that day, the next day, today, tomorrow, next year. You don't have to have faith in that. You know it's going to be there. You don't have to have faith. Hey, did you ever think of this? What would happen if gravity stopped? Did you ever think that it's possible? Well, why wouldn't you? It's not a guarantee that this Earth is going to, anything can change in the Earth. It's a core. There's a, 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 a you know, you go back to the geology and learn about the Earth. It, it's not guaranteed. If anything happens to that core inside this planet, we're going floating up in space. Now, Now, do you have the faith in believing that nothing is going to happen or you just know that nothing is going to happen and if that time comes chances are we'll be out of here anyway but you don't have faith in science you have belief in science you don't have faith in a lot of things what we do have faith in is god faith in god faith that there's something that continues beyond life faith faith is not a real word because it's totally dependent upon your belief. If you want to believe that there is a God, then that is supposed to equal faith. I have faith that there is God. Well, wait a minute. Do you have faith that there's God or do you believe that there's God? Do you believe that there's God? that there's a power, that there is a source. Do you know that? Well, you have faith. See, so they gave, they created a a gray area for you. And I told you life is black or white. It's not good. There's no shades of gray, but they created the gray area. Oh, by the way, did you know that gray is the new style color of the, the next couple of years in um, in homes and decorating and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to the design center when we were building our home and saw that gray. It's all shades of gray. Look at everywhere. Gray, 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 gray. Boy, are we going to get tired of that color real soon. At one point, it used to be browns and everything like that, and now it's grays. So there's, we made a shade of gray. So, Vince, you're wrong. There is a shade of gray. It's not just black and white. But guess what? Black and white makes gray. That's how you get gray. We're just black and white. So therefore, there is no gray. There is only black and white. And you use black and white to make the other colors, some other colors. Okay, so so faith then is the shade of gray of whether you want or not want to believe in a God. Or you don't believe in a God. So it's either or, people. You either believe or you don't believe. And if you believe, then know that there is a power, that there is a source. And let's forget the word faith. I have faith that there is a source, that there is a power, there is God. Because here's the point. If you just have faith that there is, then you have to have faith that you're not doing this life alone and you'll be able to create what you want to create and hope that it happens. Otherwise, you're just living off of a chance. No, no, it's knowing. You know about the law of attraction. It's all about knowing. It has nothing to do with faith. It has to do with knowing. You know it's going to happen. Some way or another, your dreams are going to come to pass. That's what you got to know. And that's the reason why they're not coming to pass, because you don't know that. And you don't know that you have power, and that you don't know that you are loved and attended to, so you don't have to pay attention to yourself. Now, love, love. We're going to talk about that for sure. It's got a few minutes left before commercial, but we're going to talk about whether you love yourself or not. Why would I bring up such a ridiculous sounding topic as to whether you love yourself or not? Whether you love yourself or not. (laughs) Well, I can tell you why really simply. The simple answer is because most of you don't. But you don't know that you don't know that you don't love yourself. You do not know that you don't love yourself. Well, some of you, I'm, and these are the outliers, you know, if you've ever done any type of research, you know, scientific research, you know, that there is the norm in the center of the curve and that, and, and, and there are extremes on either side of the norm. Those are the, called the outliers, where they don't fit in the norm. So, yeah, so everything I say, I'm talking about the norm. There's always the outlier. There are some people that will turn around and say, I don't love myself, I don't believe in myself. They know it, they feel it. Others, the defense mechanisms hide it. Okay, defense mechanisms hide it. Um, we, We talk about all different kinds of love. Adele sings about all different kinds of love. And and the fact is there's only one kind of love and that's unconditional love. And you either feel it or you don't feel it. You either feel it for yourself or you don't feel it for yourself. And one of the reasons why you have to jump into self-preservation and think about yourself is because you don't love yourself. When you love yourself, things come naturally. When you don't love yourself, you have to give things extra attention. I'll say that again, when you love yourself, things come naturally and flow naturally and you don't run out of energy or love. When you don't love yourself, you have to give attention to things, whether it be yourself, what you're gonna do. Yeah. It's all about real love. When you love yourself, you don't have to worry about shopping for a partner. They'll be knocking at your door almost literally. There's 8 billion peoples on the face of this planet. There is no way that they would, you would not run into some way or another the person you're meant to be with or attract to you and it doesn't require all this extra effort comes very naturally you even guide yourself you put yourself in the position to be able to meet these people so we're going to talk more about this stay with me this is the stop stopping yourself show i'm your host vincent jenna on my soapbox today but thank you for joining me we're going to find out. Do you really love yourself? I've got questions for you to ask yourself to see if you do. I'll see you in a little bit, but call in if you have any questions. Stick around. We've got more to talk about now. Very deep. You know me. I'm the deep guy, I'm the tell it like it is psychic therapist. I'll see you in just a minute. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Yes, welcome back. This is Vincent Jenna, and I'm coming to you live from Apex, North Carolina. And if you're just joining us, we're talking about love, self-love, whether you love yourself and also self-preservation and why you need to attend to yourself, what's natural, what's unnatural. Um, It's important to be talking about these things because this is your guidance system in life. The way you're acting and behaving is usually based on your unconscious or conscious beliefs. Right. And what we need to do is to be able to control those beliefs, alter those beliefs, get rid of beliefs, enhance the beliefs, change the beliefs in order for our lives to become what they want. We create. From belief. So when you're sitting there and life is really stressful and it's really getting you down, no matter what's going on, you're in financial distress, uh, your relationships are suffering or estranged, your health isn't necessarily doing as great as you want, your career is not rewarding, it's not going in the direction you want. That is all because of your beliefs, and that's why I go as deep as I do here on this show. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself Show. This isn't the, oh, keep doing what you want to do show. So in order to help you to stop stomping yourself, I have to show you what it is that's stopping you about yourself. It's all about you. And those are hard things to have to accept. We don't like that. We like to sugarcoat things and and make things sound pretty so we don't feel bad about what we're doing that's making us feel bad. And so our defense mechanisms kick in and it starts creating a whole bunch of different beliefs, different behaviors to shield us and protect us from the beliefs and the behaviors that are really hurting us, our own about us. So we started this conversation in the first part of the show talking about self-preservation, people not being considerate. When you're not considerate of others, it's because you're just paying attention to yourself. And the idea is if you have to give yourself attention, think about it this way. Anytime you have to give something to yourself, it's usually coming from an outside force. Because you're not supposed to be giving something for your, to yourself. You're supposed to be receiving something for yourself. I'll say that again. That was very profound. I like that. Somebody write that down for me you're not supposed to be giving something to yourself. You're supposed to be receiving something for yourself. The difference is one happens externally, one happens internally. When you're receiving something for yourself, You're allowing your connection to your higher self, to the God force, to spirit, to the universe, whatever you want to freaking call it. You're feeding off of that and it's coming from the inside. So you're receiving your energy. You're receiving your guidance. You're receiving your answers. You're receiving whatever, your power to manifest. You're receiving Whenever you have to give something to yourself, you're using your external body and your human mind and the Earth's energy. See, there's where the Native American Indians went off track. They knew that the Earth had energy because they could. They, that's what they defined as energy because they see fire, and, and they knew the different gods. But they they always accredited the Earth, Mother Earth, for doing everything. They didn't realize that their power and their source and their force was coming from a different, higher, non earthly existence or being or entity. Or force they always thought everything came from the earth which is one of the reasons why they became so earthbound you know how many Indian souls are stuck in this earth because of that I was living in a house that was built on an Indian burial ground and they kept being attached to the earth because they couldn't grasp the concept That we don't come from this earth. Only animals, plants, insects, not us. We're souls. Souls do not come of the earth. Souls come of the universe. The earth was created for the souls. So you have to decide where do you want to get your energy from? The limited earth that can run out and is running out of resources or the unlimited universe, which created the earth. So that's what you have to decide. And that decision is going to be directed by your beliefs. What do you believe? And, and if you want to just have faith that there is a God in the universe, well, then that's going to be shaky and wavering. Faith is wavering. Knowing is not. I would rather know. People called me when I was growing up, even when I started out, and even now, people called me, "You're very narrow-minded in your beliefs." Oh, you bet your butt I am. Oh my God! Yes, I. Here's where the narrowness is, and you can't. You you could fit everybody else's beliefs in how narrow I am. In other words, my narrowness is about a thousand times wider than the majority of people on the face of this planet. I have broadened my narrowness. But what the narrowness is, is you can't infiltrate it with other beliefs so easily. There's where my narrowness is. You can't infiltrate my beliefs. I decide what I want to alter and add to them. But the way I am narrow-minded has nothing to do with my inability to believe something else. It has to do with your inability to change my mind. I have to change my mind. I have to change my beliefs. And believe me, I'm 65 years old. I did a lot of that until I came to an understanding and the beliefs that I wind up having working for me. That's how you decide whether to keep them. Don't keep them blindly. Keep the ones that work. Get rid of the ones that don't. The outcome of your life will let you know which beliefs to hold on to and which ones not to hold on to. And it doesn't serve your purpose to give yourself all the attention and not think about anybody else. That actually goes against survival and living and thriving. Getting along with others helps you live better. Oh, my God, getting along with others helps you live better. You've all experienced that. Believing that you are unlimited and that... The universe will supply you with all you, your needs if you allow It's so much easier than you fending for yourself. Now, everything that I'm saying does not mean that you're going to sit back and do nothing. You've got a lot of work to do. And it's all about your beliefs. You've got to put the work in to believe what you need to believe, to take care of that little kid that's been hurt, to start loving yourself the way you're supposed to love, and to start walking your talk and to also pursue your dreams. You have to believe you deserve them. When you you start opening yourself up to these better beliefs about yourself and life, all of a sudden paths become clearer. Opportunities are presented. The work you're meant to do will come to you. You don't have to figure out, oh, what do I do next? I was in that, uh, in that place. Oh, my gosh. I, I was trying to get out there. I wasn't a marketing person. I wasn't a salesperson. I had the hardest time trying to sell myself. I couldn't do it. I, but I kept saying, I can't do this. I don't know what to do. I never, it took me a while before I turned around and I said, okay, God, universe, show me what it is I need to do. I'll do it. Show me what it is I need to do. All of a sudden, I'm being introduced to these people. I'll help you. All you have to do is get me this, that, this, that, and this. Oh, I'll get you that. If you're going to help me with it, oh, go. Go for it. And now I'm being marketed, and I'm being sold, and people know about me, and I'm getting all of these readings and and interviews, and, oh, it's incredible. Opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. Show me what it is now. Now, sometimes I'll complain, oh, my gosh, i got to fill out another form and write another. Uh, I've, I've got um, a proposal, not just a proposal for a book, but a proposal to speak, a proposal for a class, a proposal for that. i got to figure it out. Yeah, sometimes it's painful in thinking so much, but the opportunity is there, and I do it. Because that's what's been given to me. I asked for it. I asked the right question. And I believed. I don't have faith in myself. I either believe in myself or I don't. I believe that I deserve the dream. I even believe that I want the dream. I want to make sure that I believe in my dreams. That I want. Do I really want this? It's going to require this kind of work. Do I want that if it does come to me? Okay. But love. -love, Self-love. Self-love. If you're working really hard at trying to get your life going, you do not love yourself. Okay? Write these things down. Now, Everybody start listening. Because I'm going to tell you, I've got to give you the signs as to whether you love yourself or whether you don't love yourself. So, if you have to work real hard at your life, I'm talking even harder than what I'm talking about. No, no opportunities. trying to figure out the opportunities, never meeting the right people, or if you meet some people that you think of the opportunities and then that falls apart. And I'm talking about everything in life. Just everything. If one thing after another with your health. Or it's just minimal. It's not at its best. Okay? You don't love yourself. Not completely. Not enough. We can go right jump. Let's jump to Relationships how good are your relationship how good is your love life well right away if you don't have a love life you don't love yourself bottom line i don't want to hear well i'm a learner loner oh yeah there are groups of people and, and and organizations that say it's okay to be single well yes of course it's okay to be single But now if you want to evolve and experience everything that you were meant to experience while you were here, because in this lifetime, the game that's going on is marriage, is monogamy, is couples. That's what's going on. That's very common. It's very normal. So therefore, your soul chose this time to incarnate here to experience all of that. And if you're not experiencing it, don't come up with the excuse of that. It's okay to be single. Of course, it's okay to be single. It's okay not to experience anything that I'm talking about. You don't have to experience bliss. Yes. Is it blissful to be with somebody else? Absolutely. If you are with the right person, you can't help but experience bliss. Otherwise, you're just experiencing your life by yourself. It's okay to go to dinner by yourself every so often, but to do it all the time with nobody else at the table with you. That's a boring life to me. Can't even talk about how great the steak is. Watch a movie by yourself. Well, I can do that. I do a lot. A lot of movies my wife doesn't like to, to watch. She goes to bed. I watch them on TV after she's in bed. I, do I enjoy them? Yeah but you know which movies I enjoy better? The ones we're watching together and the both of us are laughing at them together and the both of us are crying at them together. We'll look at each other. Oh, yes, we definitely watch movies that make us cry. And when I know she's crying too, it makes me feel even better that I'm crying. If she's laughing and I'm laughing, we feel better because that's what it's meant to be. Life is wonderful with self-experience, but it's even better and more joyous When the experience is shared and the deeper the sharing, the deeper the experience you have. So yes, we're meant intimacy, but the reason why people want to be alone today is because they've not had the right couple. When you have the right couple relationship, you absolutely want to be more in that than alone. Even if you do have a fight with that person, you still want to just be with that person than rather be alone because the joy has been so good. But if the joy isn't there, of course you'd want to stay alone. Who wants to keep experiencing pain, heartache all the time like Adele does. One day she's going to meet me and smack me. I know it. But she's got to sing her song. They've got to become much more positive. Then I won't say anything or pink too. So many, too many songs about that, that talk about human love and we accept it, how painful it is, how you can have it and how you can lose it. That's terrible. That's, that's what everybody's used to. So if you're experiencing those kind of love relationships that begin and then go up and down, or only one-sided, you don't love yourself. Not truly. How's your health? How's your health doing? Hey, look, I get sick, get a little cold. Actually, I have to say that, gosh, it's been, I had a running nose at the beginning of 2020. And then it stopped after three days. That was my cold. That was the extent of it. I have not been sick since. Not at all. Not in the least. I fuel my body with what I feel. Now, will I wake up with an ache and a pain? Oh, God, yeah. Every so often, would I have to go for a massage to help me massage it out? Yeah, not as much as I used to. I'm getting older and my body's getting better. And the only thing different that I am doing, look, all of last, once the pandemic hit, I stopped going to the gym. All the work that I put in and building my muscles, well, they flattened down a little bit more. Now you lose that. I may be doing some stuff at home, but not enough. It's not the same thing as going to the gym, right? And working out, I'm not doing that. But yet, I've never felt stronger. Never felt stronger. The only thing I'm doing is every day of my life, I talk with God I reinforce the fact I love working for it. I love doing God's work, Spirit's work, and helping people and loving people and caring for people. I cry when I see that people are going through so much pain out there now, even with the pandemic, that people are dying alone, that a child has the COVID virus, coronavirus, and is hurting from it. The people are storming the capital, and they're so angry, and they're so mad, and they want to hurt everybody. I cry because they're hurting. I turn to God, and I say, God, oh, my God, when can we stop this? I don't have false hope, but I do have empowerment, Because I keep turning to God and my higher self and have a daily relationship with love and compassion, I become stronger. I watch the news and want to do more, not less. I want to help more, not less. I become encouraged, not discouraged. Not because... I believe this is all going to change. Not at all. Not at all. That is not my motivation. That, oh, we're going to change this. We're going to fix it all. Hope. Opportunity. We have an opportunity to change all of this. There is not even hope that we will. I don't hold on to hope either I hold on to the fact of as long as we're here and people's eyes are open there is a chance not there is hope there is a chance we have a chance to change everything we always did from the moment we were created until now we have a chance so I am motivated by the chance we have, not by the hope we have, by the chance we have to change this. Because it doesn't matter because, I, I, you know, you can have all the hope in the world, but if people don't take the chance to change it, then there goes the hope right down the drain, right? But I want to keep reminding a person, you have the opportunity to make a change. That's why I do the show. I keep doing it. Not because I hope, You're going to change. I don't know what you're going to do. Even as a psychic, even psychics cannot make major predictions anymore or definite clear predictions as to what's going to happen and what you're going to do, because there's a chance you're not going to follow through. And because things have been changing so quickly, the future's been changing. Oh, my gosh, that dimension's going crazy, just so that you know. The future dimension's going back and forth and up and down and inside out and going, holy crap, what are these people going to do next? I have no idea. I ask God, can you tell me what's happening? People ask me all the time, is there hope? That when people just want to hold on to hope, people want to hold on to hope. People have become completely discouraged with hope. We've had hope for centuries, for thousands of years we've had hope. Go back and listen, listen to the people praying for the Messiah When they were in Egypt, when the Jews were imprisoned in Egypt, they were prayed for the Messiah. The Messiah was going to come. And so Moses came along to get them free. Guess what those people started praying for again when they were now in Rome and Romans controlled them. They were praying for another Messiah to come down and save us. Guess what we're praying for now? The same exact We've not changed a damn thing. We're praying for another Messiah. And we'll keep praying. And it's okay. It's okay. So as long as we can make a change, I'm more motivated. But this time, I don't want to use all the ancient wisdom and knowledge. I want some new stuff. And that's what I've been creating is new understanding and new knowledge. And the new understanding is that if you don't change your beliefs about yourself, ain't nothing going to change in this life. Not with yourselves and not with others. And here's the greatest thing about that. I believe in every single person on this planet. I believe everyone has a chance to change, not the hope to change, has a chance, has an opportunity. When you're sick and tired of the way your life is not turning out, you'll make a change. And I'm going to be there. And I'm going to give you the words to help you make that change. But it has to start with you. And it has to start with the admittance of not loving yourself and not liking yourself. Because if you truly did, and not believing in yourself, because if you truly did, your life would change. It does. You become stronger. You wanna talk with the God force all the time because that's the best part of you. Why would you wanna talk? That's like having the difference between having a conversation with your brain and your ass. Wanting to talk to the human side of you is a straight conversation with your butt, okay? Because ain't nothing spiritual comes from your butt. So just think about that. As Every time you're talking just in your own mind, thinking about society, thinking about all the troubles on the planet, you are having a direct conversation with the butt part of your body. Now, you want to have a conversation with the highest part of your body? Then you're going to have to go to the mind and the deepest part of the mind where your soul resides and the deepest part and not worry about what mistakes you've made. So what? There's no greater mistake than not loving yourself and that can come totally changed that is the greatest mistake we have all made and the only reason why we've made that mistake is because we weren't taught how to love ourselves fighting for yourself taking a gun out into the middle of the streets storming i don't know any place that's not loving yourself that's being human and trying to survive which does absolutely nothing you end up in the same place So, yeah, come back next week. We're going to continue this conversation about love. I love you all. I believe in you all. Be motivated to truly examine yourself, whether you really do love yourself. And if you know you don't, if anything that I said today strikes any note whatsoever, don't sit there and say, oh, you're wrong. I really do. No, say examine. I want to examine. I want to love myself more. I'm going to work my butt off until I do. Because when I do, God and I are going to create the life that I want, that I'm meant to have, that I chose to have coming down on this planet. I can have a better life. And in me having a better life and creating a better life, I am helping the world heal. But then I give permission for everybody else to do the same. I love you all. I believe in you all. I'll see you next week. Have an incredible week. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Love Month. It's all about self-love. Take care. This is Vincent Jenna, psychic therapist, spiritual teacher. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself Show. Stick around. Kelly Sullivan Walden. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time.